face. Just the way you like it. Oh, all over it. Oh, God. Got it in my nose. Yep. Ooh, it smells like... delicious, though. All Salty. these words sound like your last Friday night. <laughs> oh, it does. Mm, that, God, that oh, does wow. smell good. Look, oh, this is going to be so color. tasty. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Gaming and Drinking, episode 18. I am Adam Gogan with Travis Casey. Hello. And we are drinking some tasty beers. At least I am. I know this one's delicious. That's or a colorful gonna... thing. What you what you got there? Oh my god, dude! Wow, that's that's a thick boy. It's a blonde stout. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So this one is called Golden Shades. Um, it <laughs> is from Oozlefinch Beers. Oh, Oozlefinch, yeah. And it is a golden stout with Reese's Pieces, peanut butter, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and milk sugar. Oh, my God. That sounds so fucking good. <laughs> right? And look at this motherfucker. Oh, It man. looks like straight peanut butter. <laughs> I am very jealous. That sounds delicious. Mm. Oh, my God. It's straight up like a peanut butter milkshake. That's great. Oozle Finch's stuff, I've had it before, and it tends to be like uh, like... It tends to have a bad smell and like a thick, like lots of chunks in it. But Dude, the, the head on this, the head on this thing is like, it's crazy. It looks like, like latte foam. Hell yeah. Mm, mm. And like, but, but it looks like it's got like Rice Krispies in it or something. Yeah. It's the Uzzle Finch always has like just stuff floating in it, like thick stuff. <laughs> yeah what's the percentage on that bad boy uh six and a half i believe and also um, where's where's the usual seven percent they are from fort monroe virginia oh cool head brewer is rachel howard oh female brewer that's awesome yeah. so uh sweet well i have right here some resident culture out of mm. charlotte north carolina this is called human potential great name for beer and it is a triple india pale okay i haven't had a i haven't had an ipa on this show in a while um so i figured i'd do something like this look at this it looks like a little hazy nice yeah. color it's 10.3 percent. there you go <laughs> started off right it's pretty good dude if you see this one at the store i highly recommend it good oh, yeah, it is it is good dessert in a can for sure I'm definitely gonna snag that that looks good mm. the head on it is wild dude mm. tasty nice uh yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyways hey everybody uh we are here to talk about some booze and some games and just see how everybody's doing um if you are new to the show definitely give us a follow on spotify and apple and all the fun stuff uh rate us five stars because we are worth it just like l'oreal commercials we are worth it i don't know that's probably i was born with it travis it's maybelline for travis yeah that's what it is Definitely still a, a current modern pop culture quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyra Banks is still the hottest woman in the world. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely it is 1996. Mm. We have definitely we you heard about that current. new movie Bedazzled coming out. That's your 1996 
movie reference know. touchdown. I just we're talking about beauty stuff. Bedazzled was one. Oh yeah. Right? Isn't no bedazzled was, is where she's like the devil. Yeah, but she's really hot. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you would Brendan Frazier. Yeah. Is like at the height of his like monkey or a uh, mummy uh yeah powers. <laughs> he did George, have some mummy powers. George of the jungle era type stuff. Um, Dude, I saw the other day, um, I can't remember who directed the Mummy remake. Do you remember who directed that? Yeah, I just read that article yesterday. It was about um, it's the biggest regret of his life. Or something like that. <laughs> it was uh, he's a screenwriter who's only done one of the movie before. Um, I can't remember his name. He, he's a fucking terrible director. Uh, he said that was the biggest regret of his entire life was directing the Mummy, whatever. With Tom Tom yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know like those those just because you're a screen and he's like not even a good screenwriter that's the thing like his his stuff is is often not very good anyway uh-huh. but he has always has successful movies and so like a lot of times those screenwriters get the chance to put their shit on display um i always think of like their like eye even, on display instead of just their tongue you know yep mm-hmm. we're gonna go yep uh, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's 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 the way. That's the parlance. They're, they're the, direct, the they, you use your tongue when you write. You know. Do you? Do you? You're thinking the words. You're thinking the words. Yeah. You, you think? You, why'd you turn Italian? You're thinking the words. You got the words, and then when you direct, you're using your eye. You're visualizing what's in your head instead of writing it down on paper. You also have to use your tongue to direct the actors and stuff like that, though. So, you know, it's a, I mean, it's a little bit of both up in there. Anyway, the the point is that the just because you're a screenwriter who's had success, oftentimes does not mean that you're going to be like a, a a good director. Like, in fact, that often does not happen. Yeah. Um, the guy who famously did like you know Blade One Two are both pretty good movies, mm-hmm. and then the guy who wrote the first two, David S. Goyer, did the third one, and it's fucking terrible. And I'll never forget like how that's like my go back to for all screenwriting directors and stuff like that dude i just like the head was getting like just super thick on top so i like did a little like spin and it developed like another inch and a half of head on it yeah. <laughs> like watch this wait for all you audio uh, listeners adam is spinning his beer in his glass mm-hmm. trying to get the head to go down oh it's delicious though good god it's literally like just liquid Reese's pieces. I love it. Well, I love it. Oh man. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, had some pretty big stuff going on this week. Um, not really ready to talk about it yet, but hopefully next week I will have some big news uh, for everybody. Um, we shall if see. You're, if you're familiar with the podcast, you might have noticed that we didn't do one last week. That was basically yeah. because we. Uh, decided that we both hadn't really played anything new didn't have much to talk about and we didn't want to just go through the same motions of, of the games we've been playing so we decided to postpone it for a week and yeah. start fresh wait till you got some new stuff don't just talk for the sake of talking um which for adam is can be difficult no i don't know what you're talking about I, everything <laughs> i say has substance and use in the real world usually it's for, for instructions and on how to take care of your home or uh, I do a lot of inspirational speaking. Um, you can come to uh, the gaming and drinking money making seminar. 
seminar in at Colonial Life Arena. Tickets no, are only fifty dollars. That, that would definitely be at the Jamal Tem- or Jamil Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are only fifty dollars. There's no pressure to buy anything after that. Um, definitely if you not. Want to? I do have also a three week seminar that I will be putting on in August. Um, that one is going to be in. Uh, it's going to be in West Virginia in the mountains. Um, we're actually going to, it's, we're calling the, the gaming and drinking sweat lodge. And it's like um, a, the Jared Leto cult thing where you just bring a bunch of your followers. No, on. no, not at all. Not and at all. Just stay naked the whole time. No, no. Listen, all we do is we pass around the goblet of blood. We all uh-huh. take a sip. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, whatever happens, happens. Do you have clothes on? optional clothing optional <laughs> would you have clothes on? maximum two articles though <laughs> what about you i'll be butt naked <laughs> <laughs> this dong slinging <laughs> under the collection plate of Listen. blood that you have going around <laughs> but yeah jamil temple july 31st <laughs> please don't show it to the jamil temple until like 30 it will Game, probably gaming be and drinking money making seminar it will probably either be a gun show with a bunch of neo-nazis or it'll be uh what else do they have <laughs> i don't know anything else that they do at the jamil i think temple it's besides just i just think gun it's shows, neo-nazis gun shows and knife shows that's the only thing i know of that goes on at the jamil temple now i'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure there's some kind of like pyramid scheme thing that they have every now and then but that one you I'm mean like the gaming and drinking money making seminar that's happening <laughs> July 31st with Jamil Temple. What's your what's your uh not pyramids? What's your uh sales? What are you gonna get? What are you gonna sell? What are you gonna get your minions to sell for you or not minions? Your Listen, followers? I'm not selling anything. I'm just here to provide guidance on how to live your best life. Okay. You yeah. know, you 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 make the most money living your best life, being the happiest. Monster agrees. <laughs> that was Parker. <laughs> Parker agrees. I don't know what he's. I don't know what that was or work. How was that? Uh, what's that Spider-Man you got back there? Oh, that is uh, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man number sixteen, <laughs> signed by Stan Lee. The first appearance of Daredevil. Oh, that's awesome! The first crossover with Daredevil. He's nice. wearing the he's wearing the yellow suit. Oh, it's old school like that. Yeah, yeah, it's got a uh, three rating, <laughs> but still, it's an original like '60s Spider-Man signed by Stan Lee. So I think it's uh, probably one of my prized possessions. Actually, is it a first printing? Do you know? That's badass. Yeah, I paid I paid 120 for the comic, and then I took it to uh, MegaCon in Orlando. I got Stanley to sign it. Damn, that's fucking yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, it was like two years before he died, and I knew he didn't have much time left. And I was like, man, if I'm gonna get him to sign anything, it's got like I knew this was probably gonna be the only opportunity. So like, I found a comic store in Orlando. I was like, I need like a golden age or silver age whatever the fuck like old school spider-man for stanley to sign but i don't want to spend five hundred dollars they're like well we have this number 16 first crossover with daredevil it's not in great shape i was like i'll take it i didn't have that much money to spend if i could have i would have bought something that would have gotten a higher rating how much did he charge you to sign it yeah i want to say it was like 50. 50 bucks yeah and then it was like another like 50 or something like that to get it graded 
Um, did they, did they grade it with his signature on? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's it's like it's got on there. It says like CGC Signature Series. Oh, nice. Yeah, they sell some of those at um Ray's down the road from me. Ray's Comics, if you're in Columbia, and that's my that's my go-to comic book shop. And uh, they're all in case like that, and they have the rating on the case, and you can you buy it like for the standard whatever they mm-hmm. normally charge. But if you're friends with Ray, he usually he'll, he'll usually take a little little bit off of it. Not if it's like super rare, but like I think this one ones. I saw this one even like at a rating of three goes online at auction sites without the autograph for like six or seven hundred bucks now so with you pay for it i paid 120 i got a hell of a deal on it nice um yeah and i knew i knew he didn't have much time so i was like i gotta get him to sign something cool because that shit's just gonna skyrocket in price and sure enough Yeah. yeah that's i love that thing um but anyways uh you want to talk about some games sure all right, so uh, what have you been playing over the last two weeks since we uh, haven't really gotten together to talk yet? So I threatened everyone last week with uh, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts. And um, and you followed through. I followed up on you're that. you're a goddamn sociopath. That's right. I fuck, I'm, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to, so I bought the, I bought the entire, that all-in-one package a couple of years ago. We talked about this a little bit last week. I played the first game for a little while, and it does not hold up very well. Um, but I really, really love Kingdom Hearts 2. I remember loving the shit out of that game when I was younger. And uh, I wanted to do the whole story. So I started playing the uh, the second game in the collection, which is Recoded Chain of Memories, which is originally a GBA game, but they remade it for the PS2. And that's what this version is based on. It's like an up-res version of that PS2 game. But it's a card-based battler, uh, and not in a good way. It's not like it's not like the new. It's like, no Slay, Slay the, the Spire. Spire. <laughs> it's, no Slay, it's not like Slay the Spire. It's it's one of those old school, like in the early two thousands, they were trying to make card battlers happen. I mean, Hearthstone was always pretty badass. This is like pre Hearthstone. This is like the Baton Kados, um, Fantasy Star Online three. If anyone Dude, remembers Baton those games, thing is not legal in South Carolina. <laughs> Yes, actually, <laughs> South Carolina and Alabama will be the two states that it would be legal in. Um, what did you do last night, baiting Kados? That really does sound bad. <laughs> uh, but the a bunch of these like RPGs, Japanese RPGs, were coming out in that era where they were trying to make card battles happen. It did, it did not work. Those games don't hold up. This game does not hold up. So I watched a recap of that, and then I did the next game in the series, which is the awesomely titled 358 Over Two Days uh game which was a ds game and they did not remaster this game this is literally just like a like cutscene summary thing of the events of the game question yeah now that you've watched all the summary of 358 over two days do you have yes. any idea what that title means it actually does make a lot of sense it's okay. literally <laughs> 358 days that happened to roxas before the events of kingdom hearts 2 over two so that's what the two is and the 358 is the the oh my 358 day i know it actually it makes a lot of sense <laughs> it does but it's so it's stupid it's, and on the nose stupid and great at the same time like it's <laughs> the thing about kingdom hearts though is that it definitely like on the Shouldn't nose it be 358 days over two that's what technically is what it's called okay. 358 days over two i don't i guess they had to put the days after because the fraction thing wouldn't make any sense 
but that's I looked it up and that is actually the exact pronunciation of it. It's 358 <laughs> days over two. Um and <laughs> I've never can, heard you, I've never heard it called its proper name. You you can look that up because I, I, I went to the actual Kingdom Hearts fandom Wikipedia to, to make sure that that was right. Um anyway, so that that the story of that stuff was actually really good and it got me jazzed. 358 days is a really like kind of tragic game because basically what happens is roxas makes all these friends with people he actually becomes best friends with this guy axel if you remember kingdom hearts 2 he's the redheaded guy that keeps that the showing guy from up. streets of rage <laughs> not that axel <laughs> that would be dope though surprised <laughs> that if suits of rage character hasn't showed up in kingdom hearts um he's the redheaded guy with like the two twin like spinny blades he shows yeah up he's got a, is that the guy with the cloak yes yeah he's yeah. one of the one of the cloak guys he's yeah. cool yeah i like axel so he becomes like best friends with him and then at the end of it all of his memories of their time together like being friends and another character too is like completely erased and roxas basically doesn't have any memory of any of it and that's where kingdom hearts 2 starts so that brings us to kingdom hearts 2 and i started playing that and it's actually really good i'm really happy that it holds up the battle system is already better my main problem with kingdom hearts 1 is that the like level design is atrocious like the, it's the level awful. design and the camera move and the camera stuff yeah the camera is not great in this one but it's a thousand times better than it is in the first game um but it, the story is really what i'm there for and i am i'm actually really enjoying it like i don't care about the disney stuff that much i know that's why a lot of people started playing these games Hell i'm yeah, more there dude. for the the final fantasy stuff um so <clears throat> vv from nine shows up uh uh what's his name your rival from eight shows up and that's all in like the first like 10 minutes of the game. And then you're off to the races and it, it's, it's got this really cool, like mysterious storyline. That's what I remember really liking about too. One thing that confused me is, is when I was younger though, when I was playing too, is you start as Roxas and like, I had no idea what was going on. Cause the end of kingdom hearts one, like Sora just goes back into the world and lets Kyrie go back to her world. And he's like, I'll find you, but I got to find Riku first. Like I mm. remember the end of that game. Cause it's really sad. And then in Kingdom Hearts 2, you start and Sora is in a is in a coma, like in this machine, like gathering memories and stuff. And then you're like, like Assassin's Creed style, like basically, yes, 100 percent He's in a machine. <laughs> and I remember playing the game and being like, what the fuck did I admit? Like, did none of this happened in the Kingdom Hearts one. And I didn't know because the internet was less. I mean, there was an internet back then, but you couldn't just like you know, find out this. There wasn't a fandom wiki for Kingdom exactly. Hearts. <laughs> exactly. But all this stuff happened in between. And everyone's always said like the side games are super important for the storyline of Kingdom Hearts. But that's literally true. Like all this stuff that sets up the very beginning of the sequel, the numbered sequel to the game happens outside of the numbered games, which is crazy. So did 358 over two days come out before two? Yeah. I don't even remember that game. I don't remember that game getting released at all. I remember it because of the title. Um, but yeah, it was on the original DS. So it's like even pre-3DS stuff, yeah. which is... Uh, I mean, 3DS didn't come out till like after 2010 yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that, that's true. But Kingdom Hearts 2, I think, came out in what, 07, 08? Seven um, or 06, I think? It might have been 06 because it was like the very end of PS2 live stuff. Because I remember I had a 360, but I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2 on the... 05! Oh, wow. December 22nd, 2005. So basically 2006. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they, so like you, you basically had to play the other games to even know what was going on, but I'm happy to report game fucking holds up. 
I'm having a great time with it, and uh, I'm going to play it through to the end and then get ready for three. I need to play some Kingdom Hearts, too. The one thing that I love about Kingdom Hearts 2 in particular, that fucking uh, the cover art for the disc the silvery badass yeah it's got that like reflective silver it's like stuff final it. it's just the perfect like final fantasy meets disney yeah um <clears throat> style like they 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 i love the style of kingdom hearts a lot um numera everything's got seven zippers on it and yes yes yeah. all the zippers give me all the zippers <laughs> all the and, wallet and chains the, the artwork and stuff i think they did a really good job of upresing these these ports they look good they play well Some one the, didn't well one's just a bad game so that's hard you can't fix a bad game but a good game that's been modernized a little bit that's what two is so okay see i I, I bought i bought the full collection it's like the full thing before and it's like i played one and i just i quit like a few hours in i spent like 70 dollars on this shit and then like watched like two hours on it i would hours watching watch a recap of the first three games one uh chain of memories and 358 days Watch a recap of all that, and it'll get you jazzed to play, too. Like, there's probably a video that's like, I watched, um, there's a, Oni Black Mage is the name of the YouTube streamer, and he's got summaries of all the games, so you can just go through one by one and pick the games you want to summarize. Okay. Um, and it, yeah, tell me what you think, because I, 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 I think 2 holds up really well. It's still a slow start compared to some modern games, but uh, I've already put, like, 10 hours into it. <laughs> I just started okay. playing on Friday, so. Word up. All right, I got Oni Black Mage pulled up. I'm going to have to check that out for sure after the show. Um, Let's see. Have you played any of the other Kingdom Hearts, or has it just been two so far because you're just working your way through? Well, I I played a little bit of the Chain of Memories, but it it doesn't. I didn't like the card battling system. But, yeah, that's that's it so far. I'll I'll probably try the one that was on PSP. I can't remember which one that is. But um, Dream Drop Distance, I think, is what it's called. Uh, Uh-huh. See, it's the distance between the dream and when Sora drops out of the sky. That's probably actually exactly <laughs> what it is. You probably nailed that. Um, I, I'll try some of the other ones, but um, I really just want to try to get through two and, and see if I can play. Because I still haven't played three. I have no idea what even happens in three. I've so. seen Kyle play three a little bit, um, and the battling actually looks fun. Like, the fights yeah. look like a lot of fun in that game. I remember when it came out, people were like, really jet they were like this game's great and then now i feel like the people like a lot of people are like eh kingdom hearts 3 whatever people so, are hating on kingdom hearts because it's easy to hate on it's so easy to hate on it's sincere people don't like sincerity these days and, and like the i watching the recap of one they literally <laughs> sore like comes through because of the power of friendship like Donald and Mickey are like you're my or Donald and um, Goofy are like you're and my then best, best friend. friend bear and then and best friend bear comes out and like, like with this rainbow like, coming out of his chest. Yeah, that's Care Bears, but that's a little different. No it's one in our friendship. No one in no one in the year 2021 of our look 20 what year is this 2021? No, no 2022. Jesus. And then Snagglepuss uh, or whatever his come face comes in and he's like, oh, are you Smurfs? I'm gonna get you. Did you just cross the Smurfs and the Care Bears? They're all the same. That's not true. Although they probably do have a care. And also we should see them in Kingdom Hearts 4, hopefully. I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> Go to the Care Bear world. I feel <laughs> like I feel like they did. Did they not do that? No. Did I make dream that? 
did probably I did. That? You were probably really stoned, played some Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> then dreamed about the Care watched Bears. some Care Bears, and then went to bed. As I do on my like Friday <laughs> nights when I watch the fucking Care Bears. <laughs> mm. uh, I used to love yeah. me some Care Bears, man. I did too. I watched when I was like a movie, little little like, kid. Times, yeah. My sister. Oh, and the I Care Bears watch, movie was great. I watched the second one where they're at camp. I think it's the second one where they're at camp. It's kind of dark. I don't think I saw that. I think I just watched the first one like over and over and over and over and over. In my head, I watched the second one a bunch, but I don't remember. I could be misremembering that. All I know is it's the power of friendship. You got rainbows shooting out of your chest. Yeah. And that's literally about all I remember. But I was like, fuck yeah, those bears are awesome. Yeah. Fucking care bears. That's what I said to my mom. I was like, fuck yeah, mom. These bears are great. And she's like, you're never watching the Care Bears again. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's Kingdom Hearts 2, unless you got some more on that. No, we can we can move. All right. Um, so I have been playing, you know, obviously the the biggest one I've been playing is still Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I love that game. Um, but I will save my, the rest of my thoughts for that for after I finish it. I think I'm getting pretty close. Okay. Um, but another one I've been playing a good bit of is Blasphemous, mm-hmm. which came out several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had my eye on it, always wanted to play it, but didn't really think I, it's one of those games that I was like, I kind of want to play this, but I think I might bounce off it after like an hour if, if I get it and I'm not going to spend $20 on something that I'm going to bounce off of in an hour. Um, however, I found a PlayStation gift card that Katie's parents gave me for Christmas when I was cleaning up my room the other day for 50 bucks. Nice. And it made me really happy. And I was like, I'm gonna go see what's on this spring sale. And I got blasphemous, uh, and little nightmares for both of them combined for less than 10 bucks. Um, I got blasphemous for like four bucks, I think. And little nightmares for like six bucks or five bucks. Um, and I've been playing some Blasphemous. I actually enjoy that game quite a bit. Um, I have gotten through, I think, the first like world and a half of it. Um, I've played two bosses. Um, I think I like the way they incorporate all the different types of talismans and rosaries and, and prayers. Because you played this game too, right? Yeah, I beat Did this you, game. You beat this game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so all the different like things that you can attach to your character to like buff them up and give them new abilities and stuff. I yeah, think that's like, pretty cool. Like 10 screens on the pause. Screen, like it's a lot. Things. It's a lot, but it's um, once you get like one of each type of thing, mm-hmm. you understand fully yeah. why they're separate and what they're doing. Um, and I the descriptions of everything. Oh, that's, dude, the lore the is part. so good. The lore yeah. is so good in this game that like all the descriptions, like I've gotten like, three different phalanxes for people or pharynxes uh i got somebody's uvula uh a lot of that stuff is like body parts like you're finding like people's body parts yeah because they're like kickstarter backers so that's where all that stuff Uh, is like so a lot of those like lore things not not the not the rosaries and things like that those might be actually kickstarter backers but they actually have an effect on gameplay but those ones that are just like text descriptions yeah it's like the pharynx of so-and-so or the the uvula of whoever yeah, those are like those are uh, kick, Kickstarter backers that that's that great to get, their, to get their name in the game. Yeah, it's super cool. Oh man, <laughs> I art, love that. The, the artwork and like the the um, 
atmosphere of this game is just awesome. Like that first opening cutscene where he gets the cone put down on his head and they twist it and the blood comes mm-hmm. out. And it's it's and like, then after like the very first thing you do is you go fight this big like monstrosity in a on top of a pile of corpses. Yeah. And then like you kill they all it. Look like you. <laughs> they all look exactly like you. And then like you kill it and there's a cut scene where it's like a close-up of just like this bloody gash and he like mm-hmm. fills up his helmet with his blood the with blood, this yeah. giant's blood it and then it puts it on his head it's just like <laughs> yeah so so fucking metal dude this game it's, is like metal it's, shit. it's uh, i love the animation in the game the atmosphere the music everything about the game is is very like well done like it's a super well done game and it's I think very team, metal i think the guys that made it is team 17 the guys who make worms i think that's right <laughs> i uh, could be wrong well, let me see. i'm pretty sure that it is i'm pretty sure if not i think it's published by team 17 um but uh <clears throat> developed by the game kitchen publishers team 17 and limited run games <laughs> so, so team 17 is the worms guys that's funny <laughs> so they published it I mean, it's got, I'm looking at, um, at least on Google ratings, it's got a 4.7 out of five. Um, So it's it's definitely a good game. And the writing, like you, like we were talking about with like the lore stuff, um, the descriptions are really good. Everything is just so goddamn death metal. Yeah. Like every screen, every boss looks like it should be the cover of like some band called like Demon Claws. Yeah. like <laughs> there's there's um i think that i i love all of that stuff i think the gameplay gets a little repetitive after a while because it doesn't have the like so this game everyone's going to compare it to dark souls because of the you know deliberate oh, it, it wants to like be that. 2d dark souls that's exactly what it's trying to go for but there are other 2d dark souls like death's gambit and salt and sanctuary that have like a little more um customization to it like this game you're not really choosing a class like you've got one weapon you've got the only thing you're really customizing is your buffs and your prayers exactly Um, your prayer is like your one special ability that you get right so the other 2d dark souls games have like classes and things and that gives it a little more depth this game does have depth but it's like you said more like uh what are you putting on your character how are you buffing them and what are you going to use as your spell so the combat does get a little old after about because it is pretty long it's like a 15 to 20 hour game um Mm -hmm. get a little repetitive but the atmosphere and the writing are so good that I think it kind of pushes you through. And that pixel art is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I'm going to share this screen for a second just to kind of show you. (laughs) Look at what is this? I love that. I love that. It's just a, you're fighting a giant baby with bloody eyes. Listen, you fight a giant baby in Mass Effect 2. So then there's like a headless, like, no, this, what is this? Like a, uh, umbilical that's, cord with a head on it that's like that thing is like floating around the whole time and is it, uh, look at this dude this is just badass there's a lot of that kind of stuff though like there's so this game is almost so much that you're like eventually you're like it, it kind of runs together because i don't like look at this shit bosses yeah dude everything like everything looks like it should be the cover of a ghost album there's the yes, part we were talking about um yeah after you kill the first boss and you pour the bloody helmet on your own head like just super super uh heavy metal style it's it's a it's a cool game it's it's got a great 
great pixel art style. I love it's that. great to play late at night when you can't sleep. That's yeah. when I've been playing it. That's definitely going to help you sleep. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why I had such weird dreams. Mm. So but is yeah. that all? You, what else have you been playing? <clears throat> well, the art style. Yeah, just that art style, man. I can't get over it. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk about some more games in a minute. What do you say we take a quick break and go grab another beer? I've been uh, empty for a few minutes because I basically chugged that freaking milkshake. Sounds good to me. All right, we will be right back, everybody, with more booze and games. Did that did that sound pop oh, up? Yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of an uncorking. Hell yeah. On the audio version. Welcome back, know. everybody, to the gaming and drinking cast. I got another one for you, Travis. Oh yeah, what you got? I got a PBR hard coffee. Okay, I've had that before. I have not. I've heard it's delicious from several people. And it just looks like a straight up like Starbucks coffee. I'll tell you this. It tastes better than PBR. Oh, shots fired. Oh, that's delicious, dude. That's dangerous. It's pretty good. It doesn't really taste like... um, like a malty beverage no it just tastes like coffee athena go lay down my little brother just brought a dog here literally like while we're on the break my dogs start freaking out i go out there and it's because my little brother has his puppy that he wants me to wash for him or watch for him while he goes and washes her bed oh my goodness she's so cute she's adorable her name is athena she's about she's two and a half so months cute. old and she's a sweet girl but oh she's also goodness. real stupid I'm just kidding. Oh, she's actually smart. Good. She's actually smarter than Parker, I think. Well, that's a low bar, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, so what are you drinking? I am drinking. I'm switching it up a little bit. This is a liquor drink. Um, it is Hadazaki, finest Japanese whiskey. Okay. Um, it is from the Kakio Distillery in Akashi City, Yogo. Um, and it has been made since 1917. I don't think okay. that I, I, I love Japanese whiskey. Uh, Yamazaki is my favorite. I do a lot of Suntory. Um, I don't think I've had this one, so we're, we'll see how it goes. That is, is all Japanese whiskey like super light colored like no, that? No, it, it's not. And I, I was looking at that because this bottle, it, it's very light. Uh, it looks like, it looks like a, like, it's like the color of like a Pinot Grigio or something. It is. Um, and I looked at that. I saw this one. I, it said, without coloring or chill filtration so i don't know if that has anything to do with it okay um, but it smells like japanese whiskey so okay Ooh, that's good yeah it's got like a nice pd back end but the front is like pure whiskey is it like scotch is japanese whiskey so, like scotch do yeah japanese pee? whiskeys it's kind of like it splits the difference between a scotch and a whiskey it's a lot to me, and I could be wrong about this because I don't know a lot about liquor, but to me, it's a lot more akin to scotch than it is like a bourbon. I think I remember that. I think I've had Japanese whiskey a couple of times. I think I remember being like, this tastes like a scotch more than like an American whiskey. It's definitely, I mean, no doubt in my mind that it's closer to, to scotch than whiskey, but it's delicious. I like it. Um, hmm. If you've ever had like, um, like any of the Suntory, if you go to a bar, they usually have a Suntory or something like that. 
that's a little less peaty than this right here. It's probably a little closer to um, your your standard bourbon, but it's still not going to be. It's still not going. It's not. It doesn't have that sweetness that, um, or it, not the back end sweetness that a lot of whiskeys have. Okay. You know, like you know when you're drinking like a a it's got jack a smoky back end. This has a much smokier back end. Yeah, for sure. She's so tiny. <laughs> She's so little. She's so look at that little tail. Look at that little tail wagon. Oh my goodness. Where are you going? Where are you, you can't going? Ju- you can't jump over to back. Oh my god. <laughs> I go down. I go down right here. Oh, if you're an audio listener, pull it up on YouTube and take a look at this cute dog. She's so cute. She is oh. very, very, very cute. Yeah. Her name is did I already say her name is Athena? Yes. I don't know if I did or not. She looks point. like she looks like Chance kind of from Homeward Bound. She does look like Chance very much. Yeah. Oh, Which I named my doggy Shadow after Shadow from Homeward Bound. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, what are you what are you even playing? Uh, so I don't know if we ever talked about this back when it was a hot topic of discussion, but there was a little game that came out this past year or in 2021 called Inscription. We it talked about of, it a little bit. I played a little bit of it. Okay. Uh, it did not. I tried to play it too. It did not grab me. I did not like it very much. But I was listening to something the other day. It's probably the next lander guys. Uh, oh, it was because they were talking about how they have like the endless card battle mode now. You can just play like a roguelite version of Inscription. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking like maybe I just, I, I've come a long way since the first time I played this game as far as like card games go. Like I've played a few more of those types of games and I think maybe I'm in, in a better headspace for it. So I started playing it again and turns out I actually do like Inscription. Um, I always liked the atmosphere of it, but I didn't really get the card game part of it you know like the squirrels and stuff the squirrels and all that stuff yes very much so yes and i just kind of sat with it one morning um as i was doing my emails for work and i was like i'm just gonna sit down and understand what this game is and once i did that i think i kind of crossed the threshold where i actually knew what was going on and it 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 kind of changed how i looked at the game it was no longer about like i don't know what i'm doing anymore it was definitely more of like, I actually know how to play this game and I'm enjoying it. Um, the card game part of it is probably the least interesting part of it, mm-hmm. but it's it's decent enough to get you through where you're trying to go, um, which is to the weird stuff around it. And that stuff I'm just beginning to open up. So like there's, I know there's a lot of stuff going on like around, literally around the edges of the table. Um mm-hmm where like you get up and you like go find things around the room there's um, like locked there's like locked chests and yeah like uh, safes that you have to know the code for there's safes there's a there's like a uh, there's weapons on the wall that you can't unlock they're kind of like locked behind something that you don't really know what they are uh-huh. uh, that stuff kind of gets petered out over time like you get a few things uh, as that goes and also I don't know if you got far enough, but the, the room starts lighting up a little bit more. And okay. you can eventually see the dude's face a little oh. bit easier. Yeah. So it becomes okay. a, it becomes a little more um it, it 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 doesn't lose the atmosphere, but it just changes that. Does it become, become a little like less that. obtuse? Because that was one of the big things about that game was like it is so obtuse. Like yes, because everything works on it's still governed by a set of rules. The rules are just within that one game world but it, it still operates on a set of logic. So once you understand, it's kind of like what we were talking about with um, 
like blasphemous earlier. Like once you put one of those things in the slot, you're like, oh, I understand how all these slots work now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like that. Like once you figure out how to unlock one thing in that room, you understand how all of those things work. You might not be able to do them all at once, but you'll be able to figure out that stuff in context. The stuff that's a little more different is like when you go outside of the game and have to like delete save files and things like that. That stuff is a little uh, different and challenging, but it's not it so much like I played a game called Doki Doki uh, Literature Club a few years ago, which was like a, a what do you call the thing with the anime girls that you click on tells a story. Visual novel. Visual novel. Yes, thank you. It was one of those, but it was like it started out as like a dating sim novel and then became like a horror story over time. It was super cool, but it was that kind of thing. So I, I was kind of prepared for that kind of like going outside of the computer program and like going into your files and doing stuff. I was kind of prepared for that. And it's not that obtuse once you know what it wants you to do. And it does lay it out pretty like singularly, like you you understand what it wants from you. Um but. Some of those card battles, I think what I bounced off was, was some of those card battles were just really hard. Like, mm -hmm. and uh, I got stuck on one. I can't remember what it was. And I just got bored with trying to figure it out and uh, bounced off. What I realized is that, and I was the same way, I think because I wasn't like dominating the card game from the beginning, which is kind of how I like to play this kind of card games. Uh, what I realized is that failure doesn't, actually mean failure in this game it wants you to fail a few times mm -hmm. so once you get over that you're, you're actually able to better come back from that and, and do a little bit better and and play the game uh on its own terms and not just you know on your terms and, mm -hmm. and that that helps you get through some of those battles that are a little bit harder okay yeah i need to i need to jump back on that game um it's worth it I, and it, it's, it's pretty breezy too like i played through that first part probably like two hours you know like it's not i i'm sure it gets longer as you go because there's like three acts or whatever but you can probably get to the first part of the card game pretty quickly like don't worry about failure because it doesn't really like i mean if you fail out completely you'll have to restart but like you're probably not going to they're going to give you a lot of options for that stuff uh and you'll, you'll you'll kind of figure that out the art style in that game is fantastic um it reminds me of like a 90s computer rpg that's exactly what it reminds i think that's exactly the aesthetic we're going for and they nail it like yeah late 90s uh before everything was like codified and you had like people just making cool ass pixel artwork before mm -hmm. everything was a 3d model that's kind of what this reminds me of even though i think most of the stuff in this game is a 3d model it doesn't look like 3d yeah you know, it's kind of like splits the difference between 2d and 3d yeah, and I'm I'm super glad that games are starting to go back and like remember the roots of that stuff and make really cool artwork that's reminiscent of that, even though you know we have all this tech to make like triple A amazing high fidelity games. There's yeah. something to be said for the limitations of that type of like graphical performance. There's if you, if you can take that type of art style and make something really cool with it you know it it not it not only looks awesome it shows off your chops as an artist i think it says something when like you can take artwork that evokes an era isn't necessarily like part of that era but you know we're talking about like hyperlight drifter it doesn't it probably you could not run that game on a super nintendo but it makes you think about super nintendo games mm -hmm. you know what i mean it, it's enough to evoke that era without necessarily being beholden to the restrictions of that era. And I yeah. think that's what makes that kind of art so fascinating. Yeah. 
And can we just please talk one more time about how cute this puppy is? The puppy is very, very cute. <laughs> She's falling asleep. Oh my god! Why are you so cute? Oh my goodness! She just she's wants to got, give you some. She's got puppy breath. You've got puppy breath. She's got puppy breath. Oh, puppy. it's so cute. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Parker's gonna be like, really? Athena's in the show before I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Parker Athena. was on an episode, but we had to cut it. So. Yeah, that 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 show. Like we said, maybe we'll subscribe to our we'll Patreon and day. maybe we'll see the day. <sighs> that should be, we should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's inscription. Um, kind of wanted to touch on one more that we've uh, both played and then maybe one that I've been playing and then move into some news. Um, so I, or we, before we recorded today, we've been talking about playing this game for a couple of weeks. It is out in early access right now. It's free on Epic. Uh, Space Punks um, seems like a pretty cool game. It's like a um, comic book mashup of Guardians of the Galaxy and Diablo. Guardians, Diablo, and Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands for sure. Yeah, um, I think is a good good start of where to discuss that game um it's isometric you know you're moving on a 2d plane uh but it's a 3d game imagine the ascent uh the cyberpunk game from last year that i i enjoyed and i think adam enjoyed too um but a little more comic booky and a little less janky because that game is really janky Um, yeah and this game seems less janky so far out of the gate but maybe not nearly as polished yeah it's an early access uh but yeah, it's got some cool. The aesthetic is definitely 100% a Diablo view with Borderlands graphics and textures, and Guardians of the Galaxy wit. Yeah, the the main, <laughs> the main dude that I played as, like the guy who they have in the cover art and stuff, is such a Star Lord stand-in. Like he's even got like a red coat. Um, and yeah, like dual, and like a, and then there's like a Gamora chick, and you know, instead of a giant tree, it's a giant. Pregnant, like walking <laughs> yeah. stick and his little pig thing um, instead of rack instead rocket. of rocket yeah <laughs> it, it it but it, it fits because they're going like for such a comic book aesthetic like literally when you shoot things pal and like um crit, crit. <laughs> pops off of it um which is cool it looks very good like i like the look of this game the the twin stick shooter part of it is fun so far but maybe not like the most compelling thing in the world. You know, it, it seems like cool to sit, kick back with your friends and kind of just like blow things up. Like if this were on PS5 or PS4, I think our group would really enjoy it because you can kind of like talk to each other and just like blow stuff up. But it doesn't, it doesn't seem super compelling yet. Like, I don't know what the draw is so far. I, I, I think we should dig in a little more because all we've done so far is we did the tutorial mission and gone around and talked to some shopkeepers and we did one mission together. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one cool thing is um, how you can kind of coordinate your special abilities together and synergize them. Like it straight up tells you when you pick a character like this ability synergizes with this other character and this ability synergizes with this other character. And so we loaded in and it's a four player co-op mission. Um, 
we brought in me and Travis and then two randoms got brought in. I didn't have the option. I don't know if there was some option that I didn't see. I didn't have the option though, that I saw to make it to where it's just me and you going in. Um, but I kind of like that we had two other people because the areas that you're fighting in get so chaotic and so big that I don't even know when I'm around you or when I'm around yeah. the other players. And so like, it'll tell you, there'll be like a little icon that pops up and says, Oh, this character that synergizes with you just used an ability. If you press a button now, you'll also synergize and do something cool mm -hmm. with them. And so that was fun. I don't know um, if you ever pulled that off though. Did you? Did I did you with the, um, with Eris, Eris, no, Eris. Yeah, oh, the yeah. girl did something. And then like, and so my thing is I lay a turret that shoots a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And um, whenever she did hers and then I did mine, my turret got laid down, but then like a bunch of landmines landed around it too. So oh, like, that's what that was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like that's people cool. were running into those and blowing up. And then my turret was also laying waste. That's and cool. um, early on, we are very early on. And yep. um, so far, like all the enemies are super easy to kill. But um, I got one shot KO'd because I was standing next to an explosive barrel and one of my teammates shot it. I don't know who yeah. shot it, but it just like killed me one hit. Like, boom, you're dead. And um, that seemed pretty punishing. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the missions will be one of those things where when they get this game out of early access, you'll be choosing like, you know how in Destiny you go and you choose, I want to play this game on regular or heroic? Mm -hmm. I think this game will probably have that kind of option where you're like, I want to play this game in the harder difficulty because I'll get better loot, just like Diablo has, you know, yeah. those kind of options. Or Borderlands or whatever. Or Borderlands, yeah. Does Borderlands have... Actually, no, they don't have that. Never mind. Yeah, I think you can go into that, like, in the end game. Yeah, it's um, like New Game Plus kind of. Yeah, but this game, I think they're going to, because it's more mission-based, kind of like diablo where you're going to a map and, and saying like i want to go here because dude the diablo that, mission or the diablo difficulty slider is one of the best it's so things cool. it's in so video awesome. games diablo 3 what a good game mm -hmm. what, a, what a great i want to play it on PC. now that i've got a pc i want to play it on pc so bad and use mouse and keyboard i wonder if you would like it as much because i think i played it on pc and i like the console version better that dodge they give you in the console version i think they, they have... i think they patched that into the pc version did they i think oh, so that, that would make it better it, it was not when i played it there was no option for that i love that it probably doesn't do anything honestly in the console version like, oh it, it definitely doesn't... it gives you you've got an invulnerability state no, right there. i don't think it gives you an invincibility i don't think it's a, like a dark souls role but it does make it look you can get out of stuff fast yes at the very least you can you can uh, thread the needle between enemies easier and they show that little like display of like the circle that pops up and you're like, Oh, I got to get out of the circle because something's about to explode. You mm -hmm. get out of that really fast. And yeah. I think I got used to that. And then I tried to go play it on the, on the PC and it's a little different, but Diablo two on the PC, fantastic. And you should never play Diablo two. That. that is a great video game. You should definitely play Diablo two. I think I will. I think I'm going to look that up right now, actually. Um, but yeah, space punks, uh, we need we definitely need to get some more into it but it's it's basically like space diablo is what it seems like except uh there's only four classes right now there's no customization as far as the character itself which is very there, diablo there are but there skins. are there are skin. uh, yeah i saw i saw the skins thing but yeah there's no but i like, wonder if there's any kind of transmogrification or anything like that like in diablo almost, almost certainly not yeah not not yet at least um i did get a i traded my sword out for a scythe no, a hammer. 
Uh, yeah, everybody, mission. everybody on that mission had a hammer except for me. <laughs> I was the only one running around with a sword. But dude, the sword looked badass, so I was like, I'm going with the sword. The hammer had like plus three more damage on it. That's why. That's why I ain't I gonna really be hitting anybody with the sword. I'm gonna be shooting people and laying. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't really give you a reason to. I think that's the the big. At least from the first mission. Again, we're only talking about one mission, but like the biggest problem I saw was that you didn't really need to do anything other than just lay waste to people with your gun and there's like you have such high ammo capacity that like such high ammo. you can it's shoot ridiculous. like 40 guys before you have to reload and it only takes like a half a second to reload it so, reminded me there was a game on ps plus a few years ago and i don't know if you played this because i think you were in the void back then um the, yeah, the, the void, void. <laughs> that's florida for <laughs> uh it's a game called hell divers did you ever play I heard that? Of, I heard of that. I never played it though. So it's it's a four player co-op isometric shooter, kind of like this. It's a little more, it's definitely more like punishing. Uh Kyle, Sleepy Kyle, me, Sean, and some other people used to play back in the day. And it kind of reminds me of that. But that game was like you had like 12 shots and then you had to reload your gun. And that made all the difference in the world when it came to like like a bunch of bugs coming at you and and you having to decide what kind of like tactical ability you were going to use trying because there were like shields you put up to keep the bugs out and you keep shooting like it was a very tactical game and this mm. game doesn't quite have any of that at, at, at yet and again this is an early access and we've only played one mission but um i i don't know that it's quite got that far yet but it was fun i will say we had a lot of fun playing that mission and what was that one called hell divers hell divers yeah i remember that great, one I- great game great video game oh uh, so I just opened up the Battle.net uh, launcher to try to get into Diablo 2, and the first thing I see is Diablo Immortal it's op- entering it's open, yep. be- open beta on PC. Yep. Um, I will probably jump soon. on that. Oh, um, yeah, we're definitely going to jump. That'll be something we talk about on the show for sure. Uh, yeah. Diablo 2, the original version, goes on sale on GOG all the time. So. Okay uh let's see about some diablo 2 right now oh diablo 2 resurrected i forgot that's on there yeah but that's like a full price like it's 40 bucks the original diablo 2 is on sale on uh battle.net for 10 bucks which isn't terrible right that's awesome that's pretty good yeah diablo plus hellfire is on gog for 10 bucks Wait, do I have Diablo 2 on? Anyway, that's a that's a great game. We're probably gonna have to stream some of that later. Yeah. Get back to it. Um yeah, and um one last game I kind of wanted to touch on was uh one that I've been playing. Very cozy game, and a sur- I was surprised at how cozy it made me feel. Uh-huh. Is Lonely Mountains Downhill. Is this uh, a BMX game? It is a mountain biking game. Um, going downhill the whole time? Yes. So you are on, you are in the Lonely Mountains, which is an area I assume it seems like it's, you know, like the Appalachian Mountains kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like California. I don't fucking know. Some kind of mountain. Yes, the Appalachians or California. Yeah. <laughs> There's trees and grass. Too. There's trees and grass and rivers and shit. Uh <laughs> um yep. it's some mountains somewhere mm-hmm. and um there's only like one or two of those in the u.s so it's yeah fun. It's i think it's, one of those it's definitely um 
one of those. Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh, this dog is freaking out. Uh, but uh, so it's it's really good though. Like basically, you start out and you're on. You basically go down a trail, and it's just like you start at the top, you make it to the bottom, and you can try to find shortcuts and stuff. And all you do is um, ride the bike down the hill. You can pedal with R two. You can sprint with A, but sprinting makes it very dicey as far as uh be falling goes it's all a physics game um because there's no jumping if you want to clear a gap you just have to sprint and hope your bike makes it across the gap it's very so what's goofy the, what's the actual gameplay then what are you doing the whole what are you doing the whole time um so you're holding r2 to go and then you are using the left stick to maneuver your way through the trails and then you're pressing a to sprint um and i think it's left trigger to break if you need to break so it's um, almost like a 3d trials game but without the crazy flipping yeah instead stuff. of going up and down instead of going up and down you're just going down going down yeah and um but it's more about managing your speed it sounds like yes more about managing your speed and it's like sharp curves and stuff and rocks that you have to like go around um so it's super chill because like you've got a very you know exactly what the goal is. You know exactly what you need to do. And you can take it as slow or as fast as you want to. Um, so like, if you want to go, if you just want to go, cause there's no music, all it is, all it is is sound effects from like the bike tires on the trail and like, like birds chirping, game. like birds chirping and rivers running like super, just like you're out there in nature, just riding a bike. Um, and I really enjoy that uh, for some late night chills. Um, and I haven't, I haven't had a game that just makes me get into that Zen mode like that in a long time. Like speed um, lifts gone wrong, that kind of thing. That one, dude, that game stresses me the hell out. <laughs> I've you- been, I've been also looking for a chill type game like that where you get like, there's no like. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. That I would just want to relax and play with some physics or do try something. try this game. It might be what you're looking for. Um, it, for. it used to be trials for me. Like I would just be like, "Oh, that's dumb," you know, like do this goofy flip and, and mm-hmm. see what happens and, and that kind of thing. And, it, and like it can, you can make it less chill if you want it to be. Um, like there's different chat. Like after you get through a trail one time, then you can then you unlock challenges for that trail. And it's like, get down in less than three minutes or get down without falling or with falling less than 10 times or something like that. And, uh, but I really enjoy that initial run where you're just like meandering back and forth down this mountain and um, trying to, but then like when you'll find a thing that's like, Ooh, that's a shortcut. Like there's this one shortcut. I've only unlocked like three trails, but on the third trail, there was like the shortcut, but it's hard as shit to land it. It's like, a rock that yeah. you sprint across and go to another rock. And then that rock goes super like curved around and jumps to another rock. And it's like, if you want to get hardcore into this game, so like you can speed, I bet speed runners go nuts for this game. Um, but if you want it to be like that hard and I sat there and tried that shortcut and failed on it like 15 times. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go. I never gonna, made it. No, no, it was so hard um this kind of sounds like what i wanted from that shredders game but it, it that it never quite delivered on that do you know what i mean like 
I wanted a snowboarding game that was kind of like this, where you're going down a mountain and you have like a course like made for me. Mm -hmm. And I just like figure out cool shortcuts or like little objectives that you have. And that's not really what Shredders was, which is no fault of the game makers. It's just not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But this sounds more like that. I wish that that's what snow that Shredders game was, but this is yeah. Like that, well, in a the different I, it, there's no tricks at all. Like there are absolutely you don't even there's not even a jump button. <laughs> like you you yeah. literally are just getting down the mountain, just riding and braking. And yeah. um, but it, it there are a lot of there are some shortcuts that I found that I'm like, you know how you feel like you cheat a game sometimes and it's like it feels <laughs> yeah. good. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't think that was supposed to be a shortcut because I like bounced on this boulder just, just right. And hey, then you slid the my, supposed to be a shortcut. And then I slid my way down into like the next section of the map. And um, it's, it's super cool to find stuff like that. Uh, very chill game. I highly recommend it if you're looking for just something to is like. It on Game Pass? It is on Game Pass. And um, yeah, I've, I've definitely been enjoying that one. I love it. Yeah. So that's Lonely Mountains Downhill. Um, what do you say we take one more quick break and then come back and talk about some Apex Legends? Sounds good. All right, everybody. We will be right back with some more booze and games. Oh, yeah, that sounded right. Oh, that back sounded. with the whiskey again. You know it. Love it. Love it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 18, Gaming and Drinking Cast. Um, so not a whole lot of, like, video games. It's kind of that slow season of the year right now with video games. Um, slow for releases and slow for news. Yeah, and that's fine because, like, it gives us the opportunity to go back and jump into these games that we might not have jumped into before. Like, for me, with Lonely Mountains Downhill and with Travis and Inscription. Um, really gives us a, a good time to do that stuff because a lot of a lot of times of the year it's like you play a game for a day and then next one comes out and you play that one and um yeah. so i actually really like this time of year it doesn't make for great news sections of podcasts but it does uh does give us a good respite oh my goodness <laughs> that's my pug he's having a little sneeze attack you good buddy yeah he's good okay <laughs> anyways shake um, off after that yeah <laughs> so uh one thing that has been going on though is some apex legends news the news that never quits always Still there kicking. for us can we always. before we start can you look at the so if you're watching the youtube version you're, you're gonna see uh the screen of the trailer look at the uh bottom where it, it says the things that the in-game purchases in-game purchases and users interact <laughs> They have to put a warning. Yeah, because on the internet people interact. on the internet people suck. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I did not. I didn't even know that was a thing yet. I'm glad they have the random items warning, though. To be honest, yeah, they should definitely tell you about like the loot box type thing. Yeah. Which in Apex, I love Apex, but holy shit, it's a it's a racket. It's a, it is a damn racket. It's highway robbery, I tell you. Uh, before we start, though, did you open up a new big boy? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got some more beer here. Um, this one is from Oma Gang uh, in Cooperstown. It's called Keep It Crunchy. 
Um, oh, I haven't had that one. That looks really good, though. I've had a, a bunch of Amagang, but that I have not had that one. It's a granola stout. Um, and I'll just read you the quick breakdown. This granola stout is the perfect companion for your next outdoor adventure. Complex and colorful. It overflows with pecans, aroma, pecan aromas, and vanilla undertones, bestowing a subtle sweetness that pairs beautifully with the silky texture derived from flaked oats and dried cranberries. What was that word? What's the nut in that? Pecans? Okay. What, pecan? Are you a pecan, man? I've always said pecans. <laughs> pecans. You're the great poupon. That's not the same word. It's a completely different word. <laughs> You're, you might as well be the Grey Poupon guy. My grandpa used to have a pecan, like, orchard. Oh, dude, that's that smells like pecans and cranberries. Pecans. You're from South Carolina, dude. What? The fact that you say pecan I is that, I think upsetting. People say aunt and pecans in the deep south. I hate to break it to all these people who can't pronounce it right, but yes, they do. That's where I literally picked all that stuff up. In the deep south. What, are you from fucking Mississippi? Like, no, the fucking Spartanburg, South Carolina, motherfucker. Spartanburg. What um, what's the APV on that thing? Uh, six point five. Got a cool can too. It's a guy hiking through a forest of mushrooms. Ooh, psychedelic. Yeah. So, all right, let's get to this trailer. I'll start let's tripping out, bro. As we watch Apex yeah so this is the the, so the new we should say before we start this the new season Mm -hmm. of apex legends season 13 uh saviors starts in two days on the 28th of april and um, that close yeah it's in two days and um this is the this is the trailer the the announcement trailer for that so let's just go ahead and give it a look-see let's give it can you hear that okay yeah Okay, I'm gonna turn it up just a little bit. There we go. That's the guy who's replacing me. I love the art style of these. Yeah. You're really quitting? It's time. My brother's gone. Without Jackson, I've got nothing else left to fight for here. So you just run away. So oh, much that for beer all is that really good. I need to get back to my family. Whatever's left of them. It's like vanilla and cranberry. Yeah. Here. I always, I think it's okay. interesting the choices they make in like bringing all the people together like mm-hmm. they, the alpha issues for each of them too but that's the new character newcastle i've been at this a while young buck stay behind me i'll keep you safe keep me safe. wait didn't it take you like 40 tries to get in the Didn't game you shut up and focus <laughs> this is my last match Not mirage is the best character in the game oh yeah that's why he's in every single one of these videos it helps to have Troy Baker's voice and delivery. Yeah. Come on, what now? Wonder how much it costs to keep him on retainer. I, I I've often <laughs> thought about that. That thing must have triggered some kind of security program. But it is also like the Wait, check second this out. biggest check game. This out. That shield just for show? I'm thinking we might get some new uh, NPC enemies. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. Cool. So is his thing a shield? Yeah. He's got like all sorts of barriers. I think his ult is like literally like a castle wall that goes up in front of you. So he's like, what's that character from Overwatch? Reinhardt? He's like the Reinhardt? No, it's more like a Ressa. It's like a throwable shield. Oh, okay. That's cool. 
But I think you might still be able oh, to she, rotate it. She doesn't know that he's her brother. Way to spoil it. Oh, I just figured it out. With <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, she was just talking about like without Jack. Yeah, without my brother. Yeah. I hope you get to fight this thing. I hope there's like a game mode where just, like, you team up with 30 people and fight this thing. Like Monster Hunter style. Yeah. That would be dope. So he's got a shield on himself too. It looks like. He looks so cool. He looks like Robocop. Yeah. But like with the bulkier, you know, like. That's his ultimate. Okay, that looks awesome. It's like a really, really badass barrier that takes a lot of damage. Of course they let Octane do the coolest shit in the whole trailer. <laughs> Kick it into his mouth. Checkmate. <laughs> you good? Yeah. He looks awesome. Like I love his his like overall look and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, arm is a little banged up, but I'll be all I feel like they kill uh you got a lot to answer used in every trailer now. Am I like mistaken about that? I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Clean up on aisle nine, am I right? <laughs> you get it? It's like a... <laughs> I feel like Crypto, who's super serious, and Mirage, who's not at all, should always be paired together. <laughs> right. All right. That's a, so, that was a great um, trailer. That was a great trailer. Wait, no. It says Stories from the Outline Hero Reveal is 428. That's not the date okay, of the yeah, actual... I figured that was... I, I thought it was too soon, but... Okay. Um, yeah, but that is the new trailer. I was I was confused there about the release date. Let me see when that date's coming. Uh, they haven't confirmed yet, so it's still got a way out. Go. It's still it's set to still... launch May tenth. Uh, okay, rumored so for May tenth. So, so that's basically two weeks away. Yeah, That's but there bad. is gonna be there is gonna be a new uh, character trailer for him where they like detail they his abilities, his, like, abilities and stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be in two days. I am very excited about that. We haven't played a lot of this season. We need to get back to it. Um, yeah, yeah. We've, I, we I've been now that I've got this PC, dude. I'm playing so many games. Like Game Pass is just insane. I just so play we, so. I, I, but Apex is our like bread and butter. I know we need keeps we the boys together. Yeah, we need to play some more Apex. I'm done to play some Apex after this, actually. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I, so I the new a guy, shield, a shield character, is a good introduction or another good intro. There's only been like Gibby, there's Gibby, and then Rampart. Yeah, but Ramparts isn't like. Her, hers is is very um, more for like setting up her her alt than actually mm -hmm. fortifying something. You can fortify with it, but mm -hmm. it's not exactly. It's more like his, a siege weapon than like a defensive positioning. Exactly, and his looks more like a like it looks like he can pull his shield up on the L one anytime he wants, like kind of like protecting someone. No, I think I think if I read the leaks right. 
Mm-hmm. I think that shield that he puts up is while he's reviving people, he puts his shield. Oh, oh, like a, uh, like kind of like lifelines thing or mirage before thing. they no lifelines whenever they before they nerfed it yeah but yes but i'm saying like it happens on automatically yeah. on the revive yeah like mirage turns invisible and yeah. to revive somebody that kind of yeah. thing yeah. okay that's cool that would yeah be. so, so he's what's got his, that. what do you think is what do you think his power is because his, old his l1 his l1 i think is a deployable shield that pops out and it's just smaller and it doesn't take that much damage but his ultimate is that giant barrier the wall, wall. wall. Yeah, that, that every, your whole team can hide behind. Yeah. Um, so I that's, think that's the breakdown. That can change the meta completely if it actually works right. Yeah. Like, I think people thought Ash would change the meta, but she really didn't. She didn't really like, have any impact at all. And I wonder I think at she, high levels, she might. Like, at high-level gameplay, she compare, might. Compare her to the impact that uh, Mad Maggie had with people rushing in and doing like, or know, Valkyrie. The, I feel like the biggest game Valkyrie, changer. Yeah, I Valkyrie feel like the biggest game changer huge. of like the last like five seasons has been Valkyrie. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think that I don't think that Ash had the impact that they thought she would. But if you could actually deploy like a giant shield that could keep people out, like imagine maybe- if you have Valkyrie and this new guy, and you boost into wherever you're going with valkyrie and immediately drop down your wall and then you're in a new position fortified ready to fuck some people up right yeah and it also depends on how that wall works like can you peek over the top of it i think you can i think like it's got i think it's got three peaks on it like that are higher it looked like it had different like little things but if it does that's even cooler you know that's better than just having a one or nothing thing like that's kind of the problem with gibby's thing is that you can only shoot outside of it it's only useful if you're trying to protect yourself from like an onslaught or something. There's no, like you can't actually attack back. You know what I mean? Like there's no way that you can fight back in that instance Mm -hmm. for protection. This looks like it has way more uh, tactical implications than, than some of the other defensive characters have had. So, yeah. Oh man. I'm excited for that new character. Every time they introduce a new character, I get really excited because it's like, you know, respawn they have done such a good job with this game and they continue to do such a good job with this game as far as like ongoing games go i don't play Fortnite. you know they sure they have this new no build mode which oh my god no build mode what do you know people like it who'd have thunk yeah everybody that building walls like spamming a button that makes you build like a bunch of fucking shields in front of you that is not fun yeah, so people like that new mode. That's great. But, like, from day one, Apex Legends has been building upon itself in a way that I think is innovative, that kind of crushes the competition as far as, like, innovation on characters and just environments and everything. And so I'm really excited to see this new character. Yeah, I, I'm, I always want to check out the new characters, and I love it. Even when they barely change a map, I like seeing what they do with the maps. Yeah, it looks like the whatever, what's his name? That thing pops out of the ground. Yeah, so it's a secure, I think it's a security barrier. And I think inside of it, based on this trailer, I think inside of it is a bunch of like security droids that you have to kill. And then it's like a bunch of loot in there. What map was that? Was that the new map? Yeah, the one with the one that's already got the, the spiders and the prowlers. So I feel like that map 
with some changes could be super interesting. I don't really like it right now, but I think with some changes, it could be very, very compelling. It looks like they're adding a new class of NPC enemy onto it. I don't mind the NPC stuff. The only the thing about the NPCs is that they're if you choose to engage with them, the rewards don't really match the risk of letting other teams know where you are. This new so location can, looks like it would, though. Hopefully, that's the pro- that's what they need to kind of fix. Because remember, like in that trailer, Bangalore walks in and the walls are just lined with guns. Yeah, exactly. If it's like so, th- that that's a good point. The one of the coolest things about um, King's Canyon that they did was they they made you like put the, the bomb. explosive holds. Yeah, the explosive holds where you let everyone know in that area that you're there. But the rewards inside those holes are fantastic. They're so good. It's usually so, got a gold hop up or like some kind of gold something. At least, at least one gold, either extended mag or a hop up. And then like three purple things. You know, it makes it worth your time and letting other characters know. The, the gunfights with the uh, NPC characters on that bigger map don't have, I mean, they give you ammo and stuff, but there's no gold drops from them. You know, there's no like, you don't from completing the whole mess, you get like 45 storm crafting points. Storm point, yeah. 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 All you get is ammo and shields and health. If you you clear a nest, you get like crafting points, but they're, it's, you'll also, you also get, uh, you'll get some attachments, but they're usually, they're like blue. blue. Yeah. Yeah. You'll usually get blue. Mate, you're, if you're lucky, you'll get a purple. I don't right. think I've ever picked up a gold attachment from one of the, those. The time to reward, though, so like for the holds, it's yeah, like it takes a three-second thing, and then you get all these rewards. The clearing out of a nest is five minutes sometimes, and it's not even worth the thing half the time. So, yeah, I don't right. know. It's a, I hope they do some changes to that map. With some changes, it could be a very good map. If there's new NPCs that are more like Titanfall, that like I'm I'm into that. I'm so into that. If they bring out like the NPCs, what the fuck are they called? The robots that are like Pathfinder. I can't remember yeah, what those robots the, are called. Uh, I, the Stalkers. GDI. Stalkers. Yeah, it's something like that. They have um, like the narrow head. Yeah, it, they looked very similar, but a little bit different. Um, like some kind of security protocol droid. If there's really, like we're just saying, if there's like packs of those on the map super down with that we're saying put titanfall in apex <laughs> just put it Titanfall. do in it man just Please. fucking do it and then give us mechs damn <laughs> just make titanfall three fuck <laughs> they're never gonna make titanfall three dude never but maybe one day maybe it'll be an offshoot mode like hey i mean i would take i would, I would love to listen to mirage his quips running around in a mech yeah that'd be hilarious (laughs) would he be able to summon another mech with his mirage just like a mech that just like doesn't do like the exact same thing like here's the exact same power so the mechs that you that you bring down in apex they are they can destroy buildings that's a thing we're just going to pretend that that's a thing even though i know that would never Hmm. Uh, If if you land it on another mech it blows it up no, but I'm saying like the the buildings on the map. Yeah, if the physics were there, though, it could. Yeah, the, the, you'd have to you'd have to do a whole new physics engine for that, though, and that's yeah. a lot. But um, let's say that you you can spawn in Titans and they can destroy buildings. Mirages, Mirage Titans, they just run straight through the buildings and nothing happens. So like you kind of get the vibe and you know which one's so real. Very much Mirage's thing. <laughs> yeah, 
Except, well, his his mirages stand up against the wall and don't move. I'm yeah, saying these would like move. Clip. These would clip through and just keep going. No, I think you have to do the same way. You it has to be like the, the next just like stand. Get, it like clenches <laughs> up against the building and everything. That's how you have to do the mirage max. But I would like to see it. Imagine the max with the apex people's powers, like a Gibby that brings down a. Sh- they actually kind of already have that a giant titan. Shield. You, there, there's well, like the in Titanfall two, Titanfall, in Titanfall two, that that can, well, Gibby there's that class shield. of mech. There's a class of mech that literally summons Gibby shield. That's where they got a lot of these powers from. Well, I mean, every places. time, every time in Titanfall two, when you drop a mech, it either spawns like super fast and you're like immediately in it and fucking shit up, or it down. spawns and drops a shield around That's it for I'm- a few seconds. And you can you get to choose that stuff, and that's also yeah. based on the mech that you get because there's like the mech with the giant shield in front of it. There's the mech that is like super offensive focused, and I, I feel I mean like even Valkyrie's the, rockets are based on completely on the, like yeah, completely it's literally like she took those rockets off of a. She Titan. does in, in the trailer. She yeah. like takes them off the Titan. They're off her dad's uh, Titan, who was one of the guys for um, Titanfall Two. Yeah, but I can't. What, I'm trying to think of what the fucking company Wasp. was. Wasp. Uh. I can't remember it's what it's something was. like B focused or something. Not like that. the Apex Predators. Um, I don't know. Some oh, I can see it's got like the tusk of the Mastodon. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I oh, can't well. remember. But like, dude, the lore is so connected. They just need to do it. Just bring them in. Just do it. Just, just give do us it. Titanfall. Just give us Titanfall three. Uh, by the way, what is that map in your background right there? That is the God of War 2018 map. Oh. Yeah. Came with that uh collector's edition. I thought it was more I have a Oblivion or a Skyrim map on my wall that looks just like that. Yeah, see there's that's that's the big lake in the middle and then that's mm-hmm. uh the bridge. And then where's the world game. serpent? He's all the around the, the whole thing. Oh yeah, world he's serpent's right just do going all over the place. Yeah, he's at the bottom and all the oh, top. Yeah, two. he but his his he literally wraps around the whole thing. Yeah. Um, great, great video game yeah interested, interested to see what they do with ragnarok considering all the like cool stuff they've already done like how do you bypass that uh i don't know we'll see i don't even think anyway. they need to top it as long as they can make it as good as 2018 i'll be happy and i think atreus's story is gonna go some places i am literally one you know the valkyrie fights yeah i am one valkyrie fight from platinum platinuming that game and i can't beat her did you beat the whole tower yep i beat everything i am literally that's the only thing i am 99 on the trophies all i have to do is beat her the last valkyrie and i can't do it i was trying to platinum that game but then there's like that battle tower that you have the battle to tower through. is actually not that because you're talking about going up the mountain and getting all that stuff like the you start in hell basically yeah and you, you start in hell like, yeah. it's not it, it it doesn't take that long um I mean, it's like three hours, but you, it, it's not hard. Uh, mm-hmm. I did it. I did it in one day. If you look up how to do it, they'll give you like little shortcuts and stuff. And I, I basically beasted that entire little area. It took, it, it's annoying and I wouldn't want to do it again. But once you do it, it's kind of like, okay, now I'm good and I'm ready to go. But that I cannot Those beat, Valkyrie I, fights are so good. The Valkyrie fights are great, except the last one is so hard. Like it's so hard. I cannot beat her. <laughs> Whatever uh yeah I, so i'm looking forward to ragnarok though 
Looking forward to that. Looking forward to playing some Apex here in a few minutes. Looking forward to the new season of Apex. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to, man. I know it's the slow season, but there's still never been a better time to play video games. That's true. Um, that is that is a fact, and it keeps getting better every day. Keep finding. Oh, I also restarted Stardew Valley the other day. Oh, I've never played that. Real good game. Yeah, good I don't. Game. I don't like. It doesn't seem like a you. I don't think it's a Travis game. Yeah, it's not a. It's probably not a me game. I. I. But sometimes I'll get into games that are not my thing, and I'll get really, really into them. You know. I just like you know I like cozy games. Like, I, yeah. that's a cozy ass game, dude. Uh, yeah, good times. But anyways, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Gaming and Drinking Cast. Um, we will be back next week. I have more games that. I've been playing. I know Travis does too, but um, we'll talk about those next week. We won't, you know, we won't blow our load so early. You know, you don't want to never want to blow your load too early. Keep going. That's it. That's it. That's just don't do it. Just don't blow your load too early. Don't blow your load. Just good advice in general. I think. Yeah. You know, if you're going to blow your load, at least do it together. That's the game we want to do. That's what we want to do next week with all with (laughs) y'all. Let's all blow our loads together next week. Oh my god! All right, (laughs) all right, everybody. Cheers, cheers, internet. Cheers to video games. Cheers to booze. Um, Tell your mother you love her, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers, everybody. Bye.